You are live on the air with the Thoughts Inside Our Head podcast. It's been a while, Colby Berg, but we're back and better than ever. How you doing, man? Whoa, does this thing even work? Does my voice work? It's a little do dusty. I know how to do this? It's a little dusty. Where am I? Holy cow. Dude, it's been way too long. How you doing? I'm alive. I survived the pandemic. How did you do? Uh, I'm surviving still. That's it's not right. over yet. You never know. We're not out of the woods. We're not out of the woods. We're not out of the woods. Yet not out of the woods. I really hate that I just did that. Did you? The, the look you just gave me what? proves that it was it, a bad it joke. It took me just a couple seconds to register what we were going with there because I know you're kind of not really anti-Taylor, but like you're definitely not pro. And then I fight for Taylor for my wife's heart. So yeah, I'm not super pro. Was that song on her like the Taylor's way? I haven't listened to that yet. Like, you know how she no. like, just released the album with, like, or is that the only the oldies? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know either. We get IT on it. Um, Dude, it it's crazy. How long has it been? Not we need to do this right now, but it's been a hot minute. I think our vocal cords needed some rest, but uh, they're fully, fully functioning and in uh, strong supply right now. Um, it's a very special day. One, it's a beautiful day. Shout out to spring. It's Shout officially out to weather. sprung. Weather's great. Um... It's also another great day because the play-in games are over. They, yep. The NBA playoffs are starting. We're getting a slight, just a slight amount of normalcy. People are in the stands. Yeah, summer. Good, did the maps just go full full attendance? I think they're 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 fighting for it. We're like at seventy one percent. I think so. Who knows, dude? By the second round, which we'll talk about in a second, we could be at full capacity. BYU, the house that Larry built, could be rocking. BYU and Utah are going full capacity, I believe, this year. Already announced. For sure, BYU did. I'm, yeah, I bet Utah will too then. Well, there we are. Dude, Getting back to normalcy. It's so fun hearing later. real crowds cheer at a basketball game. More obviously organic, a little bit more flowing into the game instead of just a dull, um, I don't know, uncanny valley going on. Yeah. Who was it? What was the team that was like piping in fake crowds, fake crowd noise? I can't remember. Was that the Saints? Yes. Which is kind of funny because I feel like they have a pretty rabid fan base. It's like they don't need any uh, any pumped in noise well, on yeah, top of that. Well, yeah, it's funny because all the team. Well, I think everyone must do it because all, all the teams during the pandemic were like, oh, "Don't worry, we got this. We'll pipe in fake crowd noise. We do it all the time." Is what they didn't add that we do it all the time at the end of that sentence, but they thought it. It's probably one of those things where it's like, when, like in a picture when like one short person gets on their tippy toes, everybody else feels like they have to get on their tippy toes too, even if they're not short. I feel like I've felt that in my life in family mm-hmm. pictures where like I'm taller than everybody, but they all get on their tippy toes. So I feel like I have to get on mine. So it's like energy solutions, obviously, or Vivint or Delta Center, whatever the F we want to call it. Not, it's okay. not, not a quiet, it's not a quiet arena, but if everybody else is pumping stuff in, you got to pump stuff in too. I got to say something though. You calling it energy solutions <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like the Delta Center is kind of just like a, there's F you to Vivint. Right. The fact that you just said ESA is... Something. It's funny when I'm talking about it because people ask where I work. I'm like, oh, yeah, I work next to the, like the arena or whatever. And there's, it's a 33% chance that one of those is going to come out. It's pretty evenly split, whether it's Vivint, whether it's ESA. Um, ESA or the Delta Center. Wow. And there's no rhyme or reason to what comes out. It is a statistical marvel. You are a statistical marvel. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cool. Um, well, we did a bad job. For our millions of listeners to keep you grounded and leveled through the roller coaster ride of the second half of the season, specifically when Mike and Donnie went out, so we apologize, dude. Can we talk a little bit about just actually no? We'll, we'll talk about it here in a second. What do you want to talk we, about? No, we do apologize. We we probably hadn't talked since what the All Star game, maybe even before that. Yeah, I think before that. We know that there's a lot of you out there that were clamoring for the podcast. 
you didn't know really where to go with your own uh, with your own takes. I know a lot of you feed on our information and our conversations to develop your own opinions. And so I would love I hope- to meet. Sorry to cut you off. I would love to meet a Kurt Pruitt take parrot. Oh, they're out there, dude. I am. I'm they, sure they hit me are. up all the time. Yeah, okay, sorry, I, go I on. pass them in the streets, see them at the gym. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really glad that most of us are still working from home because. You know, I feel like your water cooler talk would be really suffering. And yeah. there are people reached out, you know, in the DMs saying, Hey, I don't know, I don't know what to think about this hey. whole thing. Where you been? B Shaw, Gavin, intern Mark, yeah. a few others. Yeah. We love you guys. We appreciate your clamoring for the pod and, and so uh so we're back. But it was a it was a long it was a long road, dude. It's a long road and it's hard as hell. That's the song at the end of Rambo. I actually haven't seen Rambo before. I think I've seen clips of it. Yeah, man, that one stings. Hurts our friend. I feel like there's a small crack in the foundation of our friendship now. And that that formed because I still haven't seen the last episode of The Mandalorian yet. That's the yeah, dude. It's a little ice is getting in there. It's freezing. It's opening up that crack a little bit. I don't know. Are we going to have a condemned friendship where we have to settle this score? It's going to come down to something. I don't know what it is yet. I mean, we haven't played spike ball in a minute. We haven't competed in one on one in a minute. Maybe that's, I think that's like the release that we need typically to, you know, get that out of our system and we just haven't had it. So been a minute. I know. Um, I think last time we talked, I think I was watching Friday night lights. Did we talk maybe. about that? I think so. Yeah. And or maybe Gordon we talked about Ted Lasso. Coach than coach Taylor. Oh, we did have that conversation. It's, yeah. it's completely falsified. Now I'll be honest. I got to the last season on Friday night lights and about like five episodes in or six, maybe eight. I don't know. I'm in there somewhere. I haven't quite finished it yet. And the job that he's done with the East Dillon Panthers, Coach Taylor, I'm saying, is pretty phenomenal. Dealing with, for one, Vince. Right now, Vince is being a bit of an idiot. That's Michael B. Jordan um, before he came on the scene. What's he doing? Dude, he's like going on visits when Coach – missing practice to go on visits. come on, Vince. I know. So we'll see what happens. His dad's really bugging right now. His dad's come on the scene, which I get. It's coming from a good place, but he's just got to trust in Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor's got that history, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter the work he does with the East Dillon Panthers. Still isn't taking uh, the Pee Wee District 5 Mighty Ducks hockey team and turning them into a Junior Goodwill Games gold medal team. So we'll just leave it at that. Agree to disagree. We'll have to actually, you know what? We're going to take a little poll. We'll do a little Instagram poll for later. Or just uh, slide in our DMs and let us know who is a better coach. Who would you rather have your kid playing for? Who would you rather play for? Gordon Bombay. Or Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Let us know. And that's our poll for this week. Brought to you by... I don't know. Dude, Chip Cookies has been killing it lately. Chip? Sorry, Crumble. I'm cheating on you a little bit, but Chip's been fire. That Biscoff. Biscoff's good. Unbelievable. With the white chocolate chips. I know this is probably the most passionate I've sounded on this pod episode, but if you guys haven't gotten that yet, you got to get on the uh, you gotta get on the Chip Biscoff. So, one thing that I'm fighting for is... My wife, my beloved wife, absolutely loves these cookies like Colby does. Yeah, we but see eye to eye with that. There's this other place called Batch that does like cinnamon rolls and things like that. Shout out Scott Wise, Davis Dark. I am – does he do Batch? I'm pretty sure he like he's like one of the co-founders, Whoa. co-investors. I don't know exactly what his role is there, but uh, he has something to do with it okay, in, a, in a major way. I don't way. understand why he's not sponsoring this podcast, but – I would gladly do a bit for you guys because it's delicious. He's probably running quick in and doesn't have enough time to listen to us. So, dang it, we'll have to work on that, Scott. Okay, NBA, Jazz specifically. So specifically, let's talk what's happened so far. 
today it's it's Saturday. The uh, the Bucks and the Heat just finished. Chris Middleton hit a little buzzer beater to uh, put the the Bucks over the top, one hundred nine to one hundred seven. That's gonna be a great series. We'll talk about that. Last night, uh, Memphis beat the Golden State Warriors yep. in a, yep. a bit of a doozy, a little bit of a roller coaster game. Yeah. Well, roller coaster. Yeah, it was. I mean, Memphis came out and it was just like creaming them. I'm like, what the heck? And then. Golden when State you made have, their run, man. When you have Steph Curry, a 13-point lead is more like a three-point lead. Dude, there's no lead is safe ever, right. which is why, well, we'll talk about this more later, but uh, why I'm really happy that Memphis won. Right. In overtime, which is even better. And the Lakers beat um, Golden State before that. LeBron shot at the middle rim. Turns out he <laughs> broke all sorts of violations anyway. Shouldn't have been there probably. Um, but that's fine. They're in the bottom bracket. We're in the upper upper bracket. So so going into the playoffs with Donovan Mitchell and Mike coming back for a few games, Donovan's out. We're, we're I mean, this is a testament to Quinn and how he's able to make things work and a huge testament to Joe Ingles, in my opinion. But we were able to sustain and keep the one seed. The Suns really wanted to take it from us. We didn't let them. Um, came down to the last couple games. Came down to the last couple of games, and, and we held strong without our without our All Star backcourt. So all those Coach of the Year voters, I mean, take that into account. And then um, the Lakers just slipped and fell off a cliff, and they end up in the seven seed. And we were just like, "Cool, we got the one seed, and we're going to end up playing the Lakers. That's or Golden State. That's what's going to happen, right? Like, congratulations, you get two of the top twenty. I don't know where Steph falls for you, but easy to say top 20 players of all time, probably the second best player of all time. You're going to play one of those two guys in the first round after the best season your team's ever done in the history of your franchise. And then uh, the basketball gods finally, Cole, They're smile not upon done us. yet. They're not done smiling, but keep going. They smile down upon us, and lo and behold, the Lakers hold true. They're playing Phoenix in the first round, and Golden State – Somehow blows the second game to. I don't want to say blows though. That that takes away from Memphis is a good squad. They were gassed. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, the Warriors don't have legs, this and that." But Memphis played on the same they did. night, and it's it was like, a hard game too. Yeah, it was a hard game too, and they had to travel further. So I don't want to hear those excuses necessarily. You, you got the younger team and the more hungry team, and they won, and that's who we're playing in the first round. It's true. It's funny you talk about karma and the basketball gods, and I feel like they play a major role in uh, in the outcomes of these these playoffs and the. I don't even know if we're gonna. We'll call it chicanery that the Clippers pulled at the very end to cowardness. Uh, it's honestly, it's a bunch of cowardice. And if you guys listen to podcasts, you've probably paid. You probably know, you know what the what the rub is here with the Clippers. But essentially, what they did is they lost to for sure. I mean, they lost to Oklahoma City in the last game of the season. Had they beat Oklahoma City, there was a chance that they would have ended up as the third seed which would have also had them on the wrong end of the bracket. They probably would have had to play the Lakers in the second round. But uh, the Clippers literally sat everybody, and they found a way to, by giving it to that Otero guy, they ran like 10 isolations with this Otero 30, I think 32 plays went through him yeah. in that game. Yep, and uh, as a result, absolutely had no interest in winning that game against OKC, who had only won one game in the past two months. I think they lost like basically like 24 out of 25. Yep. And... Uh, Somehow OKC end up winning. So if we're talking about karma and the basketball gods, even though the Clippers ended up in our side of the bracket and we very well could see them on the second round, currently they're playing the Mavs at this moment. And losing at at this moment. At this moment. To be continued. Um, I feel like we, 
based on the way that we've built our team, if we can obviously proceed past the first round, I don't like the way that the basketball gods are going to smile on the Clippers in the second round. I hope not. I hope not. You know, it's, I think Bill Simmons called it out the best when they come in and they're saying all this stuff, saying the LA is their town. They're here to take it over. And they're, you know, the, the real team in LA, all this crap. And then they're just scared to play the Lakers. What does that say? Dude, it's the classic hold me back, bro moment. It's like, it's like, hold me back, bro. You start, you start talking a little bit, getting a little fresh with, uh, with the opposing side. And all of a sudden they take a step towards you and you kind of like step back and you yell, yell to your homies to, to hold you back, to keep, you know, to restrain you from beating them up, even though in all reality, you don't want anything to do with them. And so that smoke, they showed their true colors with that move. It's pretty embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, I could see their well, they may not even they may have accomplished their goal. They may not run into the Clipper or into the Lakers at all because we'll finish them off beforehand. Yeah. You you smell if this team smells blood in the water, Colby. I smell it, dude. We're gonna just eat you alive like a bunch of little piranhas. A bunch of ravenous piranhas, dude. Ravenous. Anyway, um just like overcat I mean the the regular season's over. I don't wanna talk about it too much. One thing I do wanna identify is Maybe a blessing in disguise, depending on if Donovan's ankle's ready or not. That's what we're aiming for. Everyone, We've all seen the tweets and read, read the reports. Donovan's aiming for a game one return. Said he was a little sore after a full practice, but no setbacks yet. Fingers crossed. We've got to get through one more day. Um, but one thing I do want to point out is the small blessing in disguise might be that was the catalyst needed to get Boyan back on fire. Dude, that was the thing is we, we knew how we, we would operate without Boyan. Um, and we knew that, I mean, we, we wish we had Boyan in the past in the playoffs last year against Denver. Wasn't the case. Um, and he struggled really bad in the regular season without with, with Donnie there. And I think it was just a confidence thing. Obviously, his wrist probably played, his, his uh, wrist that he had surgery on played, a I would guess, a pretty major role there. He was still wearing his brace. But to and the shoes, do we want to talk about his shoes dude, right now? We don't need to talk about the his dude shoes changed right now. shoes almost per quarter until he finally found the Reds again, dude, like last year. Sometimes shoes have bad juju on them. I get it, I get it, but you could tell Boyan was in his head by the amount of shoes he wore throughout the regular. He was season. looking for an answer. He found it though. He certainly found it, and that's the biggest thing. Is like, I'm glad that he got into his zone, um, and that our team kept rolling. And obviously, it's not all on Boyan, but he had some pretty freaking fantastic performances. With some help from obviously some other key characters, but it, it's just nice to nice to see him operating and, and hopefully peaking close to uh, close to playoff time. So, you know, we'll be interested. It is kind of a bummer that we didn't get to see Don with the squad. You know, the last like week or two of the season. I know. You know what's really sad is there's that picture floating around of them on the plane after they and took Don the first isn't seat there. And Don isn't there, and it hurts. But you know what? All that means is that when they're flying back from a game. Probably. It could be a game seven. Well, no, actually, it's at home. Game it would be six. at home. Yeah, so it'd no, be a game, game six would be at home too. Game five. Are they still in the two three two in the finals? I think so. Okay, so game five. We, so a game five win in Brooklyn. We're flying home. That'd be cool. I can just picture Don just in all his glory there with the rest of the squad, dude. So it's fine. We'll get. We'll, we'll see that picture. Don hanging down to his knees because he's freaking just out there hitting big he's buckets. He's that guy. He's that guy. BDE. Um. But yeah, I think it was. It would have been nice to have some of those rust games for Don, you know, just in the last week of the season to uh, make sure he's feeling good. But I don't know. Either he's feeling really comfortable, or his ankle was a little more damaged than we thought. He's that's what he said. He said it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a mild in- injury, which is a little scary. It is a little scary, especially because Memphis, <laughs> like, 
They're not the most talented team out there. They got but dog, they're, though. They're physical AF, dude. They got dog. So, they don't have the junkyard dog. Shout out to the Damari Carroll, senior swag daddy. It's been a minute. But, uh, oh man, should we should try and reach out to him and see if we can get him on? Yeah, Jackson is getting like what Tony Jones and all the other jazz reporters on the, on his podcast. We'll go to the we'll just go straight to the top. Let's go straight for the to Mario, the swag dude. daddy, the, the, the dog daddy. father himself. Bye bye. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's a little, I mean, in a way, a little worrisome, but at the same time, like Don will definitely be able to get his. I mean, he, I don't think he's going to be taxed super hard in this first series, and he'll be able to get his legs under him for whatever comes next. Here's the thing about the, just the matchup. Nuts and bolts, X and O's, X's and O's about this matchup, okay? Memphis can't really shoot. We can. And we can hit you from a whole... So, they yeah, they, they beat the Warriors going in there, but they played Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, and who's the third best player on that team? The third best scoring option. Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is your third best option. Yeah, you're going to probably you're going former to, number one pick, former number one pick, and a guy that's going to be talked about forever for just not having it. He doesn't have all it. the talent in the world, but he doesn't have it. No, he's right? a classic Timberwolf like the rest of them. Right. But they don't have it. Don't have that factor. And we're going to hit him from also. We're going to hit him with the body shots, and then we're going to hit him with the big boy on like uppercuts, and then we're going to get a whole a lot more body shots down low. And we're just going to hit you from all sorts of sides. Yang's going to come out and probably hit three threes in a row in a game. And they're going to be like, what are we supposed to do about this team with this much firepower from top to bottom? Dude, we're deep AF. And uh, we're deep as the Marianas Trench. I think I pulled that one out before, but I feel like it needs to be pulled out again. We're so deep, we don't even know how low we go. That's right. Nothing has ever been that Trent Forrest had a great fill-in for Mike Conley. Trent Forrest. Yeah, I feel like our depth is going to be crucial, especially in this first series so we don't get beat up too bad. Um, it'll be, I don't know, jaw. It took jaw to like have his best shooting performance of his career. I think he, I think he hit five threes or six threes. I want to say five, five of 10, which, uh, he'd never hit more than four in a series before. And that literally took every single one of them or in a game before. So I think, I mean, yeah, I'm not necessarily worried about Memphis. We, we handled them pretty easily in the regular season, but it's, it'll be interesting. Mike, Mike playing his former team, having to eliminate his former team to advance to the next round. It's that meme of the guy holding the gun crying. Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out to Pierce. Pierce sent me that meme, and I LOL'd at it. In regard to Mike putting yeah, in, yeah, putting putting Memphis down. Wow, Pierce, so clever. Um, so yeah, I feel like speaking of Pierce, I just have to side shout out. I did uh, go into David's Pizza a couple weeks ago, and I thought Ew. of I thought of both you and Ew. Pierce. And honestly, the barbecue chicken pizza was really good. Just I'm, saying, I'm just everyone. I'm just looking at Colby, and I'm blinking. I know. I uh, I. I saw David in there working hard, and he's I know he was alive, he was putting huh? on a front. Kicking. I think he was putting on a front. I mean, we know his true colors. Yeah, but he, he takes tips from his drivers. But he did make good pizza, so we'll give him that. So, anyway, um, any so let's go West matchups. What what are we are we is there any chance the Lakers blow it in a seven game series, dude? The Lakers <sighs> give me an argument for the Suns right now. Convince me. Well, the the one argument is that LeBron shoots at multiple rims. Um, if he's still seeing three rims, he you know well, maybe shoots at the right one sometimes. It's cash when maybe he shoots at the left one sometimes. Shoots at the middle though. It's I know cash it, when he that was pretty wet. That's the farthest three he took all season apparently. Really? Yeah. Um, that's what somebody said. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think the, I think the Suns have an outside chance. 
I feel like Chris Paul is going to have him ready to rock. Um, he's he's obviously a competitor. They don't have any other playoff experience, though, on the roster. Yeah. I mean, Saric has a little bit, but that's not saying much. I mean, Crowder. Crowder also has some. And uh, for better or for worse, we saw the best of Crowder last year on Miami, and we saw the worst of Crowder with us when him and Ricky proceeded to shoot basically 2% from three when we needed him the most. They had, a, so, they had a Clarkson-level green light somehow. Yeah. I was, honestly think— Because they were so open, they had to. He he had a, a greener light than Clarkson's had, and Clarkson's going to win six-man of the year. Or maybe Joe will, which is a topic for very soon. Yeah. But I think if the Suns were going to catch the Lakers, if they were going to catch them, like, probably in the first round is probably when you want to see the Lakers. They look a little gassed. Braun's not 100%. Here's the thing. How they're going to beat the Lakers, the only way is if Anthony Davis decides he doesn't want to play in the pick and roll. If he's like, dude, I'm just going to hang out in the perimeter and be soft, like he kind of he kind of is a little bit of a cup. He has cup, cupcake, cupcake tendencies. tendencies. He yep. has some. There's a little bit of frosting on top. I don't it's know why he wants to prove. Moist, moistness on the inside. Literally can be the most dominant pick and roll player, maybe like top five ever, and he just wants to go pop around up top. Part of me thinks that the best thing that could have happened for anybody that's playing Anthony Davis was Anthony Davis winning one chip because I don't think he has that dog in him to like win more. He's so talented that like he'll he'll always be good. But I don't know. I think he's resting on his laurels a little bit. We'll see. And they don't. Those shoulders, dude. All it takes is one like where he gets the offensive board and he's going up, and it takes one like hack across his shoulders when he's going up like this. And for all those tune into the the YouTube version of the podcast to see what I just did. Mm-hmm. Um, all it takes is one of those. Maybe it's a torn rotator cuff. I'm not saying that we want back injuries spasms. to happen. Back spasms, something crazy. And I mean, if Aiden will man, you know, body him up. I feel like, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, no doubt about it. Crowder's going to have to guard LeBron. Sarge is going to have to guard LeBron. Who else is going to guard him? I can't even think. That's uh, um, and, and Aiden will have to. He's going to have to bang with AD. Yep. And Aiden. Aiden's shown some promise. So who knows? Aiden's not bad. And. I mean, if they get hot for a few games from three, like, I don't think the Lakers, like, they're not going to blow you away with threes. They're going to blow you away with, you know, they'll, they'll hit some threes, but. You got the defending champs versus a team that's never been there and a guy who just can't seem to. Can't seem to break through. Break through. So we'll see. Probably no chance in hell. Um, I've talked myself into it more as we've talked here than I have the entire time, like, leading up to this. So who knows? What do you say? Um, Series-wise, Lakers Lakers in probably five or six. Dang, dude. I'm going to say... It's Lakers in six. I'm going to say Suns in seven. You are, you're... I know it's crazy. I was not impressed with the Lakers, though. And that, I know, it could yeah. be fool's gold, and it could be a little bit of like a recency bias thing going on. But uh, So, first half, LeBron looked terrible. Second half, he turned into playoff LeBron, threw the whole team on his back. And I think maybe just as he gets older, it's harder for him to dust off the cobwebs for playoff LeBron, you know? Power him up. Yeah. But, but he's still there. But, I mean, yeah, he was going up against Steph, who was also incredible. But it's not like the Warriors had anything else really going on, you no, know? not and at so all. Not at all. They've, they've, and they've been shaky. So, I don't know. It'll be a fun series. I'm actually way excited to watch that series. Yeah. Here's another thing, though. A sneaky development from yeah. last year to this year. No Rondo. No playoff Rondo. No playoff Rondo. At least not in, uh, not in, not in Lakerland. Schroeder was a huge reason why they sucked so much in that game. He was I like 3 so for 17. <laughs> so. Schroeder and... Uh, Oh, freak. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, Schroeder was probably the main culprit there. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to get with Kuz, so. Yeah, I have Kuz, talk about cupcake mentality. It sucks because he's a Utah guy, but. Well, yeah, is, he I is, but we paid him. We paid him to get him there. I'm sure he would have gone somewhere else. Yeah, that's probably right. Um, Okay, so that's that's that series. 
We should probably put a little bet on like a little like a treat or something for who gets the most series right in the first round. Okay. What yeah. do you say? Okay. Yeah, good little treat. All right. What do you think? What kind of treat are you thinking? I don't know. Like, I know you love your baked goods. I love my candy. So, dude, I've been I've been a candy fiend a little bit recently. That's fair. Those the sweet tarts ropes are pretty fire. Maybe like a big bag can like a, a two. You know, like there's like the king the, the candy bar aisle. Yeah. And then there's the ones that hang. Yes. Like the two two nineteen. They're two dollars nineteen uh-huh. cent candy. Bet on that. That's still okay. I uh, can't wait to eat my sour patch. Oh no, I'm gonna get rips. Sorry. Shout out Carl. I'm gonna get my rips. Rips throwback. Um next series. Let's go from bottom to top. So um Portland, Denver. This is, I think, personally, the most intriguing first round series in the West. It's intriguing, but it's probably one of the ones I care the least about. For because I don't think either one of them, like I don't really consider them a major threat. They they, they could be they're they're a little like they're a little spunky. Like they could, you know, they could take a game or two from us. I feel like, or maybe who knows? They could extend it because obviously Dame's a dog and Jokic is the MVP. But I don't know. It's going to be the the itch bowl between. They're super itchy. They're going to need some cream. Nurkic versus Jokic, and uh, I feel like I don't know, man. I don't. I think that Portland will probably win that series. But I'm, the, just, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of herpes. I'm just thinking of no, dude, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. I'm thinking of whatever the itch bowl is. <laughs> I, it's the last thing I want to <laughs> be around. Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly think that Portland's going to pull this off because they're finally helped. This team. I don't know how. Like, it just speaks volumes to Damian Lillard. Like how he gets this team to where he gets them because the regular season, everybody's just out. Dude, it's so crazy. One way or another, everyone's gone. I, I kind of like didn't pay a ton of attention to Portland throughout the regular season. I mean, aside from when we'd play them. And I didn't even realize that Rodney Hood somehow got traded like halfway through the season for Norman Powell. And Rodney Hood is on the Raptors now. That's funny. I didn't know that either. Yeah, no, it's kind of weird. Or do I care Probably not, but shout out to Rodney. Shout out to Donkey Man. He, I was actually he gave it. us some hope. He was the second worst like efficiency player, rated player this year. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, the sneeze was coming. Who was number one most? Ri- uh, I can't remember. But think about this, though. Dude, Rodney, when Dante was going through his growing pains that first and second <laughs> year, and to Did say the ever? least, like Rodney was kind of like, he didn't pan out, but he was kind of the shining light that like bridged the gap to Don. You look like, at it that way, and, yeah, and I get that, but so I also look at it as when he's that big of a player on your team, then it's a darker age than you oh, think. No, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's looking back, it was a really dark time. But at least we thought, oh, like even in even when we first drafted Dante, we could tell he was like still a little bit away. Like Rodney was killing it in like the summer league. When, when we first games. did, or five six years later. Well, that's the problem, dude. Don't don't. I don't. Sorry. This is not a Dante slander podcast. Not, I'm not gonna slander Dante, but we gotta just look at ourselves in the mirror. Sometime. Did he finish on the Rockets this year? Did he finish this year? Well, I mean, he's on a team somewhere. He left Cleveland. I think so. I think he got traded from Cleveland Went during the Harden trade. I don't know. I was on an island. There's a flex. Um, <laughs> okay, continuing along. Um, yeah, I think Dame is gonna do Dame things. Jokic is gonna do. Jokic do I bet things. against Joker, the, the Joker? Do I, I bet just, against him? Dude, MPJ with series? Aaron Gordon and like Millsap is still kind of doing his thing. MPJ like, though in the playoffs, that's who you attack. Remember, that's what well, we that's did. what we did. But I mean, at the same time, that was what a second year. Yeah, but like. Trust me, he's still all choked team, and he, I'm not like he's I'm hopping not around he's great. like anti-vaccine stuff. Who knows? Maybe he breaks protocol and he's out for ten to fifteen games. Very possible. Um, games day. Sorry. <laughs> if you had to guess, what's just, what's your prediction for that series? I'm going to say Portland in seven. It's funny because earlier when Tom asked us like a while ago, I was like, yeah, I could see Portland winning it, but for whatever reason, like you're all Denver now. No. Yeah. <sighs> 
I mean, it's, I'll say Portland in seven with you, but I'm, I'm leaning – I'm a little bit more favorable to Denver than maybe I was previously. Okay. Is that because you found out that they're not as bad as you think they'd be without Murray? Maybe a little bit, yeah. A little Ewing-y? Yeah. It's weird, huh? It is. Ewing theory. Shout out, Bill. Okay, um, next series. Um, we're going to be doing Mavs the Mavs clips. clips. I don't really think the Mavs have a chance. I know. Luca's a wizard. Yeah, he, but Luca has wizard, but he has Kawhi and PG like both of them guarding. I know. Him. I know. They're switching. Th- when you're switching between like all defense guys, that's who you're going through. It's it's just. Too I know bad. it's too, too bad. bad, and I think it'll be very similar to like what happened last year because they squared off against each other, and ultimately Luca pulled some magic off, had hit some great shots. Can but, he pull off magic for seven games? But probably not. No. First to four. First to four. Can you do it? I'm gonna say Clippers in six. I think Clippers in five. Dang. Are we taking it? So so are we doing our game calls being the tiebreaker in this, or are we just is it straight up who wins the series, or are we doing? Yeah, we'll be. We'll have the, the tiebreaker. Will be like right if there, we both tiebreaker. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So not that it's gonna come to that, but um. Wait. So we both have Lakers. Right? So no, you said Suns and seven, seven, dude. dude. Suns and seven. That. I automatically just won. Suns and seven. Portland in. I just Portland seven. Same. You did? Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm oh, I missed with you. that. Sorry. Portland I'm, seven. I'm, sorry. So we're the same there. Um. And then I, what you just said. You said Clippers and six. Clippers I said Clippers and six. five. Yeah. And now, of course, our series. What do we think? Man, we'll talk more about the Jazz in a minute. But so here's the thing. Here's an argument for Memphis giving us some sort of a series. Straight up, don't it, say the I word. What I word? Don't say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it because I don't know what it is. Okay, well, just don't. Okay. Okay, continue. I'm gonna say the D word. Okay. Dog. Okay. If you so, I've been a guest appearing on the Will Wonder Pod, right? And I always bring up dog. Great show. Shout out to Will. And we, we talked okay, to dog, dog, and when Jaw hit his shot last night, he was letting us know he's a fucking dog. It's true. Okay? Dylan Brooks, all chode team, first team starter. First team. Still these. He's got dog. Yeah. All right? JJJ. You know who doesn't, though? JJJ's got a little bit of dog in him. Valentunis. Valentunis, he has dog in him, but it hurts him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's hurting. He hurts the team. Grayson? <laughs> Grayson's got a chihuahua in him, maybe a little... Snappy, just, yeah, he'll like he'll trip loose when you're not, he'll trip when you're not looking, yeah. but he's not gonna like face up against you or anything. Yeah, I mean he's a loose cannon. Yeah, um, but we might be get depending on Don, we might be getting the brooms out on this one. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, Memphis did everything they could to get to this game in the first place, and they have to turn around in 24 hours and play this again. And so if we can like if if we blow the doors off on the first game, I could see the second game potentially being the toughest. Or the third? I think game three is the hardest. Maybe game three because it's the first game. If we beat them in game three, then it's a it's a sweep. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We're not going to give the gentlemen sweep. We're just going to take care of them. Bust out your brooms, Mitchell. Get them, Mitch. Um. Yeah, I can see that. So, do we want to talk about the East? Do we care? I don't know, dude. I think. I mean, what the the monster in in Brooklyn is scary. I said Brooklyn. I meant Brooklyn. 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 Um, it's kind of scary and we don't know what they're going to look like. I hope I, I, in the group text, I was like, we need to figure out a way to like go fund me some falsified scientific article talking about the world being flat. And like right when the jazz face off against Kyrie in the finals and that way, like it'll totally distract Kyrie and he'll probably like step away from the team. Like he has three times this year. When you're very much woke, nothing's a distraction. You can quote him on that. Literally. 
I know, but that's the thing is he's left his team like three times I in the know, middle of the season. And he's distracted by I something. Don't think, I don't think he'd leave in the playoffs, though. There's one thing leaving your team in the middle of the season. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? Feels hypocritical. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I think, uh, I mean, playoffs-wise, I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited to see the Wizards play the play the yeah. Sixers. Yeah. That'll be over really quickly. But it'll be, it'll, they hate each other. I love the Russ Embiid feud. They absolutely hate each other, and there'll be a time where I can I can 100% see Embiid backing Russ down and trying to dunk on him, and Russ like not letting it happen. Russ might not let it happen, but also Embiid is a freak of nature, so it just might happen. <laughs> so, I was listening to this podcast about uh, the Western or the the Pacific Theater in World War II, and the Japanese did this thing. AMC. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> That's a theater joke. Anyway, <laughs> um. It's it's hardcore history, supernova in the east. Shout out Dan Carlin. Um, so the Japanese did this thing called a bonsai run, where it's like I, we know we're gonna lose, but we're not gonna get captured. And they literally just throw some bayonets, grab some swords, and they just charge. And they know they're gonna die, but they're gonna take out as many people as they can. Basically, an in-person kamikaze. Yes, that is exactly what's gonna happen in this series. I can see that. I can not in like an that. injury way, but like. Like, they're literally going to play everyone as hard as they can. Yeah. Dude, that's actually a very similar strategy to what I used to do in Halo back on in the legendary days when I was a kid. And we're going to have a Halo pod soon. Stay tuned. 20th anniversary. But, but you know how when, if you're playing co-op with somebody on legendary, you just got to a point where there's like yeah. eight elites behind something and grunts with a ton of plasma grenades. And you just like, you just have to slowly like whittle you, them down. You say, okay, dude, you hang back. I'll go in. Yep. And you just, you rotate it out. Just bonds, you just bonsai run. Bonsai and slash Naruto run can. the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you succeed. So who knows if the wizards are going to succeed or not. But uh, if not, the fate of the universe is in their hands. Whoa. I know. It just got very Avenger-y. I know. Um, so yeah, that game will probably, that's, that's the one eight. Yeah. Wait. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Sixers and four. Probably. Um, Next up is the 7-2 Brooklyn Celtics. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Celtics. That's another sweep, probably. I could see the Celtics getting one. Like, Tatum go, gets hot. Like, like Marcus Smart plays actually well. I could see him getting one. Actually, let's say. I'll say I'll say Brooklyn and five. Brooklyn and four. Okay. Next. Uh, By the way, it's really nice to see. Think about this. Boston has like the prototypical, like most enviable team. You've got two electric wings. You've got a pretty solid point guard. You've got a defensive specialist, and you've got basically mercenary big men. And they've just been so lackluster, and I'm so happy to see it. It's it's honestly really nice one because I, I like it too. Sorry to cut you off. You're good. I like it too because I feel like I don't know whose fault it is, but I love seeing like. Brad Stevens stands saying that he's the greatest coach that's Same. ever walked the earth. Same. And seeing him flounder a little bit. And and the thing is, they're, they've been so cocky with all their draft picks and all their free agency signings. And like, for what, since well, before they got Gordon, basically. And, uh, you know, they've always thought that they were the one that was leading the charge from the front office. Even when they pulled off the trade to, uh, to Brooklyn, like in 2011 or whatever that was. Um, I don't know. It's just nice to see him struggle. That's all I'm saying. Same. And basically, border on irrelevancy in this playoffs. A little, what's that word? Schadenfreude? 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 A little Schadenfreude right there. Yeah. Uh, Schottenheimer. Uh, next series. What is the next series? We have, that's Bucks. Bucks oh, Heat. Oh, yeah, Bucks Heat. 
Honestly, I'm gonna say Bucks and six before you say something. All right, I'll take, I'll take Bucks and seven. It's not gonna be. It's not an easy out. It, Jimmy buckets, baby. Jimmy buckets. The only thing is, and, and who knows that this is gonna change, but Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero have not had a fantastic year. Now the playoffs could bring out the best in them, and they could be, you know, put up a little more fight. I feel like they really do miss Jay Crowder. As sick as that sounds, um, he provided a lot of backbone to them. That that they. Uh, we talking about dog. We're he got dog. dog. He's he's all dog, dude. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I think I think this is the Bucks year that, to get past the Heat. I think it's the buck the Bucks year in general, or do you think Philly and Brooklyn's just too good? I think Brooklyn might be too good. I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see those. I'm excited to see those three. Here's, or some combination. So here's of the thing about those three teams. If there's anyone who in almost in the league that's going to give um, Durant a hard time. It's Simmons and it's the freak. Yeah, and and if you think about like the Sixers, they're built around defense. You've got they've had like a whole team of all defensive players. Embiid, potential defensive player of the year, even though Rudy's gonna win it. Simmons, some people vote for him defensive player of the year. Matisse Thybul, arguably the best wing Honestly, defender. Honestly, you in could the argue three first team all defenders right there. Right, you really could. And then you've got like, I mean, Tobias Harris was whatever. He's fine. It's fine, but he's going to where he lacks in defense. He's like you can lean on him a little bit yeah, to get buckets. Yeah, there the third quarter. It's true. So I don't know. We'll see. I think uh, I think Philly could be. They're 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 tough. Low key tough for Durant, and then I yeah because and and honestly, so you put Simmons on um, Durant and then Thibel on Harden probably. But can you play those two offensively at the same time for a full series against that team? That's that. And that's the difficult thing is because it's an offensive league. But who on Brooklyn's going to guard Embiid? I mean, you've. I mean, you've. Blake Griffin's been pretty great. I mean. Yeah, but he's been. A, he's played a huge role. And granted, Embiid is on a whole. Has other he ever level. been like a great defender though? Like straight up post defender where Embiid's just going to stick his ass in his chest and back him down. Well, now that he need, has less of like an offensive requirement. Maybe. Maybe. And then DeAndre's still there. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's kind of watched. Moment though is like he'll he'll yeah. feast on him. No, for sure. I just think that because it's an offensive league, I think he still probably take Brooklyn over. Yeah, because they're just so as sick as it sounds. Good, Kyrie's kind of an X factor in that. Yeah, who's going to guard Kyrie? Uh, I mean, so Thibel, Simmons, and so I mean Embiid might guard Durant. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know how they match up. That's what, that's a little tricky, but. I feel like they're they're all the Sixers are so long that they'll find a way to make it work at least for a little bit. I could see a random Seth Curry game. Oh yeah, dude. I think he still had. I don't know what he ended up finishing from three, but he's cash he's wet. Um. Okay. Sorry. That, that, that we're not even to that. that point. I know we're not even that round. Sorry. And then did we discuss the four five. No. Okay. What do you think? Atlanta, New York Knicks. I'm taking the Knicks, baby. I'm riding that train. Dude, the Knicks thing is funny. I'm way excited to see Trey Young become just a huge villain in New York. Oh, yeah. Which would be, be a villain, so funny. Here, so, historically, these guys who go to the free throw line like 20 times a game, it just doesn't happen in the playoffs. They let them play a little bit more. It's a little bit more physical. When you do those cheeky little, I'm going to stop dribbling and you're going to run into me, the refs don't call They're it all the time. Call it. They're and, not going to call it. They're not going to call it. So, Atlanta has a juggernaut of an offense. They don't care about defense. Where New York, it's Thibodeau and um, – like we're going to just grind you down to uh, yeah. Uh, it's a meat grinder, and then no one can guard Randall on the other side. I honestly think Julius Randall randomly. I feel like this is the craziest storyline. If I were to start, if I were to read storylines 
of this season when it started, if I could see into the future, him being an MVP candidate is by far the craziest thing I'd, I'd read. I know. And the thing is, it's not even, he's an MVP candidate, not just because he's in New York, like having a great season. Like if he's doing this anywhere, I feel like he'd be, yeah. he'd be up there. So, and also got to give a shout out to AB. He's having an incredible year. Watch me do this. Watch me do Derrick this. Derrick Rose has a weird um, former jazz man renaissance. Derrick Rose. Yeah. Two former jazz men yeah. right there on that Plus, team. obviously, Johnny Bryant. Shout out Johnny Bryant. Wow, man. We're just tied to everywhere. Coach. So we'll give uh, – I would like to see the Knicks win this. I could see a seven-game series. Could be gonna, kind of I'm going to go Knicks and six. I'll say Knicks and seven just to be a little different. But and then it, it's, You know what? No. Knicks and five. But they're going to end up playing Philly next, right? They don't play – it's not going to be a battle for Four, five. New York. Yeah, they would play Philly. That's too bad. I know. And that's probably where they, they seize. So, Because I know that Julius Randle is not going to put up the same numbers he did against Embiid. Nope. Or that he has been when he has to play Embiid. So, there we go. <sighs> well, there's that's the Eastern Conference that we don't care about. I know. Dude, that's uh, – so that's looking forward. Anything – so jazz-wise, let's just talk real quick. Like, I know the plan was to recap the season a little bit, and we didn't do that that much. What are just your overall thoughts on the regular season with the Jazz? Just like big picture. Um, let's zoom out. I think like great success. I think having home court, great success, great success. I think having home court is paying off right now because things are opening up like right as the playoffs start, which is huge. But I feel like, and I might be on like, this is what the team's been telling me. So I feel like I might be like, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid doesn't really matter. What matters is now. I feel like this team's focus has all been about the playoffs since that heartbreak in the bubble. Right. And some teams that do that don't have a ton of success in the regular season. So I'm kind of happy to see that like the process that we implemented um, had success in, in the regular season. And there's a lot of people out there, a lot of national folks that are saying that our regular season success is not going to translate. But I, I think there's a pretty decent... I, I think it can. I mean, yeah, we don't have the big wing score, but we're so deep. And... The fact that we've got two six-man-of-the-year candidates, has that ever happened before? When I don't know. two six-man candidates on the same team are up? Wait, d- was, was Lou Will and Montrez kind of in the same I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. Conversation? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about when I, like, objectively try and look at anyone beating us, and this is including the Lakers, Brooklyn, this is including the Clippers, like, any, like, favorite. We're a tough out. We're not no going down what. without a fight, dude. In a seven-game series? You gotta beat us once at home, at least, and that's even more. That's even that's that's hard. And we're gonna have seventy-one to. I'm sure by the time we make it a few rounds in, open the floodgates, baby. We're gonna have that. That arena is gonna be jam-packed with a fan base that is already loud, but didn't have a real chance to go wild for the team in the regular season. I mean, it's gonna, be bonkers, gonna pop dude. off that. Place. It's gonna be. It's gonna pop off. It's just crazy. Like ESPN posted like the percent like the probabilities of, the, of different teams winning the finals and the jazz were tied for or no we're we're either tied for second or first 21 point like four percent chance yeah. of winning the finals dude one in five when was the last time that, that that kind of probability was in our favor maybe 97 98 maybe i don't know it's hard to say and honestly the bulls were probably still sitting at like 80 percent, and then the jazz and like the rockets probably split another 10 or something i don't even know i didn't see it but I was thinking a couple days ago, man, it started, my, my heart started to beat a little bit quicker. It started to feel palpitations. Like, dude, we've waited our entire 
lives or at least post like post eight or nine years old like our entire jazz fan lives to have a legit shot at winning the NBA finals and this might be our shot this is like I kind of kind of peed a little after you said that bird this is literally like as good as it like in terms of just taking away the narrative stuff taking away the other teams and all that stuff just like this is as close and good and and percentage wise and odds wise i think we're gonna get yeah and who, who knows what the future holds it's always it's always a mystery but like the culmination of well, the Warriors being off a little bit, the Lakers being off a little bit, like there, there's a bunch of different, like the perennial powerhouses being just not quite there. Like this is ours for the taking. And unfortunately, up until this point, we've been let down with, I mean, various things. I mean, obviously the D will boozer days, we got, we got close, but the Mamba was uh, unfortunately there to strike us down. Um, so yeah, man, I feel like this is our shot. So for anybody out there, um, this needs to be appointment viewing because we could potentially be witnessing history here, and you're going to want to make sure you watched all the games. Every minute of every game. And not only that, I was just thinking, like, the players that we have on this team, for me, are going to end up being the most important Jasmine since Carl and John. I mean, that, and, and that's no slight whatsoever on Booz and D-Will and AK and all the, that team. But I think what this team's going to do is something special. And like we're going, we always talk back to the late '90s as like the good old days. We're living in the good old days right now. Watch this become the good old days, dude. We're living in them right now. So you guys, like, I mean, it's it's hard being like a small market team in the NBA. And I know, like, I'm sure people who aren't huge Jazz fans that listen to this are like rolling their eyes right now. But it's hard to like legitimately be a contender. Like. Like we come into the playoffs and we always like have that hope. It's just right. who we are, you know. But yeah. like, like we're always like, okay, like second round. If we get through the second round, that'd be awesome. So like, this is a legitimate like we could very well like take it this year. We could. And like I don't know, like you gotta like this doesn't come around very often. No, you gotta embrace it. You gotta enjoy it, and it that makes every single game that much more nail biting and heart attack inducing. But embrace it for what it is. Embrace the fanship. Embrace the fanhood. Whew. I mean, I'm already getting chills, dude. Yeah, it's it's. I, I am, I'm nervous. I honestly feel like I'm gonna throw up thinking about it. And that's just I'm gonna throw up with the Memphis series. Like, what the what's the, gonna happen? The I word was the injury, by the way. Oh, oh no. So that's all I have to say. We're not gonna harp on that any further. Oh my God. Dude, we'll get through Memphis. Honestly. The road through the West is it's a gauntlet. No matter what team you are, no team has an easy road. I agree 100%. Like, obviously, playing the Lakers in the first round is like that would have been the worst case scenario because all of a sudden it goes from like we have a clear path to play them in the Western Conference Finals to the first round. And a first round exit would have been the most. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I don't, I can't foresee us losing to Memphis, but. So I'm acting like all tough right now, but that would have been... Dude, if we lose to Memphis, then my jazz fanhood is probably just... I, I just won't be able to take it anymore. But think about this. The Lakers, they could be like the lion that's like been ferocious for the past. I mean, obviously it's LeBron, whatever. And this is it all comes down to him. But he's the, the, the lion's got a little bit of a limp, dude. 
he's got like a maybe a little bit of a cut from the last time he t- tracked down a wildebeest. I think the wildebeest like gored him a little bit, like a little long in the tooth. He's a little long in the tooth, a little vulnerable, and like there's a possibility where I think this like this little encounter with the wildebeest happened pretty recently. But if he waits around a little bit, he might heal and feel a little better. This if you're gonna take down the freaking lion, this might be the the time to do it in this first round. So hopefully the Suns can do that for us. Man, I hate the Suns, though, too. I know, I do, too. I would hate for that fan base to be able to be like, oh, we beat the Lakers. Pisses me off. Yeah, but in the end, it all comes down to who's holding that trophy, dude. It's true. So that can be their trophy. That's fine. They what can would get you, past the first round. What do you honestly think? How do you think are you going to handle if, like, that moment that clock strikes zero and we're champions? <laughs> Dude, I think about that way more than I should. Yeah, same. Um, and I still don't know. It's going to be like, there's going to be awe. There's going to be lots of hugs. We all better be in the same room. Yeah. I think like what happens is pure joy. I don't even know if I'll be able to jump up and down. Like, I don't even know if I'll be able to like scream. It might just be like silence and like. I think the silence comes with you after it sets in. <laughs> That's when the silence and potential tears come. Dude, I'm gonna feel like Dirk when when Dirk won in 2011. He like he didn't jump around with his with the rest of his teammates. He just like kind of walked off and like like just like soaked in the moment because it was like too it was like the emotion was too strong. I'm gonna be MJ hugging the trophy on the ground, bawling his eyes out, dude. Potentially, dude. That's we can't talk about that right now. I gotta slap my leg. Um, <laughs> it's it's too much, man. I'm I, all I know is we all got to be together. We got to have some good treats. We're going to be, our voices will be gone. That'll be the biggest thing is like, we won't even be able to talk. The voice might be gone by the end of the first round. And then be, we're going to struggle through <laughs> the rest of the play. Mar- Mr. My, my way through the rest of the way. I mean, if you saw that series when we beat OKC. Oh a my years ago. gosh, that felt so great. And the Clippers series, dude, we've had some awesome series. We've had some cool series. And it just sucks. We had to run into freaking Warriors in Houston again. Our freaking Man, I, that's really going to bug me in the, the long-term thing. Just that Houston cloud over our head. Cause I, I hate Houston. I hate them. Yeah. And honestly, I kind of liked our game plan against them. It's just the, literally the probabilities didn't go our way. It's like, oh, if there's an 80% probability that something's going to happen and a 20% that it's not, and you pick like, oh, yeah, I'm going to side with the 80% that's going to happen. And, and the it 20 happened. Yeah. It's not like you made a wrong choice. You made the right no. choice. Wrong outcome. Same way we defended Houston and played Houston that time. It's like the that's percentages insane. just did not go our way. Anyway, they were a tough matchup anyway. Yeah. they were. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for this playoffs. Everybody buckle up. Tune in. Buckle up, Bowler. Buckle up, Bowler. Dude, let's have another podcast. Hopefully, like, I don't know, before the next season. Like, ideally, like, <laughs> um, after this series is over. Yeah. And it better be a jubilation, a, a yeah. podcast of jubilation. Maybe we can, like, I don't know. Jubilee. We can check in maybe, like, halfway through. Yeah. A little quick hitter. We're going to try and get more regular for you guys yeah, again. we need to be. I know. I know you guys have missed us. We appreciate the love. Anything else we want to talk about before we go? Um, no, not really. I'm going to be doing a Conjuring 3 review with Will Wonder again on his podcast early June. Probably Very nice. first week of June. Very nice. You guys nice. want to check that out. Um, we're going to be back for you guys with more content. Probably going to be pretty heavy NBA because we're in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could throw in some random stuff with it as well. But, I mean, when it's, when it's game time, it's game time. You know what I mean? For real. And I know this is this is an on-brand question for me, and we didn't do this at the beginning of the pod, which is generally a time where we would talk about this. But I know you just recently returned to Bossa, just got back into like yeah. pumping actual iron. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, well, I texted you last night thinking my shoulder. So 
I've done Are shoulders. You sure you can say this? You sure want Emily to hear? Yeah, it's I. I don't know. So I've done shoulders, back, chest, and I did legs today. That's what the workouts I've done. After doing shoulders, um, for those of you who might not remember, my spleen ruptured in July, and it was really weird. There's this thing called indicator pain. I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, your body randomly hurts in random places when other things are going on. So when your spleen or you're like hurting on the inside of your chest cavity, basically your shoulder hurts. There's like a stabbing pain, like right in the middle of your shoulder. It's really weird. And that started coming up last night, (laughs) the day after shoulders. And I'm, I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm going to die again. And luckily I didn't. You text me and I was like, well, it looks like we're making a little dude, dude trip to the, uh, <laughs> to the, the ER. care. So we don't have to tell yeah. M, but, uh, I'm glad that subsided. So yeah, we're good. I think that was just, you know, who knows what's going on in there, but I'm alive. I'm podcasting, but, um, I'm sore. I'm weak. I'm not lifting a lot of weight, but I figured it's that okay. was, was going to happen. Yeah. But, um, it feels, it feels good. It's crazy how much more, um, I guess like how much better the workouts feel or how much, much more accomplished I feel actually going to a gym than just like working out at home. Yeah. No, there's a big difference. And it's just like nice to mix it up. Nice to be in with other people, see other people probably actually, yeah. even though it is Vasa. So that, uh, maybe actually isn't the case, yeah, but I'm walking through a tool shed at that point. Yeah. But, um, actually got some shots up today and how the jump feel. The, honestly, pretty good, dude. I'm ready for a little one-on-one battle. There's a little, honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to try and like, Pump myself up here, but it's pretty wet. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of stroking. I, I, I couldn't get – I think I have a few f- bad habits that I fall back on. Like I don't get my feet squared up very well sometimes. Then I figure that out again, and yeah. Well, you're a catch-and-shoe guy, and a lot of catch-and-shoe guys don't even need to get their feet squared. So That's true. We'll uh, we'll have to play one-on-one in the next couple of days. I went over to the park in between like appointments. I'll just go get some shots up for like 15 or 20 minutes, like Feel dribble good? over there and dribble back. It feels pretty good. Sometimes uh-huh. the wind picks up a little bit too much to where it really messes things up, but – Generally I'm like, speaking. I think I'm probably one and 106 against you. I have one, one victory, I think to 11. <laughs> so I don't know. Never say never, dude. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm your cupcake game at the beginning of the season, but it's fun. It's fun. It's always a good time. Well, dude, in the meantime, should we let these people sign off or we should sign off to let these people live their lives? I guess. Yeah. It just feels so good, but I know it's nice to be back at it. That was good. Okay. Um, Gotta hit the groove again. Yeah, we'll get back on soon. Okay. Everyone, thank you for your time. It's been a while, but thank you. Hopefully we haven't lost our millions, but uh, yeah, we'll catch you soon. Okay, bye. Ciao.